Welcome to Let Go Lean In, a podcast of resources for your journey of transformation. What kind of transformation? The wholehearted kind, personal, professional, and spiritual. Each week, you'll hear different transforming practices to help you on your journey of becoming more fully you. We'll hear from others about their own journeys, learning to let go of habits and patterns that no longer serve them, and how they're practicing leaning forward to the wise woman God has designed. I'll occasionally include a book recommendation because, well, that's part of how I'm wired. I love ideas and encouraging others to learn and grow. Thanks for being here. Well, hello, dear listener. Welcome to this episode of Let Go Lean In. I'm excited to have you here today because we're going to talk a little bit about a very important leadership value, but also life value. We hear a lot about identifying our values and and learning how to live within our values and addressing the need to develop our values. Well, this one is one that has probably been a part of your life since childhood. Interesting. Resilience. Resilience is such an important value for leadership, but it's an important value for life. And and I want to share a little bit about resilience, how it's developed, a personal story, and some ways that you can practice and be intentional about strengthening resilience in your own life. So in episode 124, I spoke with Andrea Stunts about her choice of resilience as an important leadership value. And she shared a couple of dictionary definitions, and we talked about some of the important elements of resilience and how in her own life she recognized the need to develop it. And so today I thought I would give you just a little bit more about resilience so that you know it's more than just suck it up, buttercup because that's actually not helpful, nor is it really what resilience is about. In fact, resilience is the ability to adapt, the ability to adapt to hardship, to the setbacks that come in life. And you're listening to this podcast, so I'm guessing in your life there have been at least one or two setbacks maybe in life or in your career, maybe even in your faith. And setbacks can can do uh, several things for us. Emotionally, we can get angry, we can feel crushed, we can feel sidelined, misunderstood, all kinds of emotions that come along with a setback, something that didn't go the way that we anticipated that it would. And resilience is this muscle, if you will, that you develop by engaging 
by acknowledging, by reaching out, by being honest when you need help. Resilience is really the ability to get back up and continue to participate in your work, your life, and your faith. Now, I experienced a great deal of setbacks between June of 2007 and March of 2008. I lost both of my parents to sudden and tragic circumstances, discovered that my late brother was involved in really bad choices and had struggled, which I knew, with mental illness and it had gotten to epic proportions. And I had to step away from my career to both grieve and to process because these were big setbacks. And I remember distinctly a time when I felt isolated, I felt unknown, I felt absolutely sidelined, and devastated is not an uh, overstatement. And I was sitting in my garden, staring off into space, literally, and I started weeping, which was not unusual, and I said out loud, God, don't you know how hard this is? And at that moment, I was at the lowest I think I've ever been in my life. And to my right, just in my peripheral vision, a hummingbird came into view. And my dad and I had a special appreciation of hummingbirds, as I know many of you do as well. They're fun to watch, and and they just, their wings are going so fast, and they move so quickly, and they're just a, a special part of God's creation. So here's this hummingbird. He's working the flowers in my garden. And all of a sudden... And this is no joke and no overstatement. This hummingbird came right in front of my face, 18 inches away, and hovered in front of my face for, I I don't know how long, but the hummingbird was staring at me. And of all of the creatures, for God to choose to let me know he pays attention, it was special for me that it was a hummingbird. And that moment, I was inspired, literally, to recognize that I could take a next step. And for me, what I chose to do was to get into therapy. I found a great counselor, and I started working with her. And I later was recommended to work with a coach who would help me determine how to step forward in life. So looking back for healing and looking forward for action steps, that was the way that I got connected. And that's 
how resilience is fostered. There's an organization that has been researching resilience for over 30 years, specifically resilience in children and youth, how they develop it and what they have found and are really quick to share the the information with schools and and churches and other organizations that work with youth is that there are 40 assets that get developed over a child's lifetime that help predict their ability to be resilient in life's setbacks. And so I want you to take a minute just now, just a breath, and think about somebody in your life who was there for you at a time that you were at your lowest. Might have been something that happened in school. Maybe it was a project that that didn't go the way it was supposed to. Maybe it was something more significant, like a relationship that, that didn't um, pan out the way that you had hoped. Whatever that might be, there was somebody that was there for you. And in their acknowledgement of what you were going through and their presence with you, they helped you develop the muscle of resilience. So the Search Institute has done all this research and, and it's available for all of us to learn from. But how does that impact you as a leader, a leader of yourself and a leader of others? Well, the first thing is to remind yourself to pay attention to your own internal world as well as the lived experience of the people that you are around. Every day is a valuable day. Help people know that they are valued. Be encouraging. Learn from the experiences. If it's a work setback, gather everybody around and debrief. Yes, it's frustrating. Yes, it's disappointing. But every time there's a setback, there's also potential learning. Hope is something that is a crucial element of resiliency. And being able to encourage and, and say, hey, we can do this together. We can step forward. It reinforces that we're not alone. And that loneliness and isolation is where resiliency is weakened. So connection and encouragement are elements that you can provide as a leader. And you can also look for those places for yourself by reaching out to others. That's a way of taking care of yourself as well. You can Make sure that you're spending time with people that are important to you. Make sure that you're getting outdoors, whether it's to walk in the neighborhood or to go for a run or a bike ride or a swim, whatever it is that is a way of allowing your body to move and to be outdoors, that helps your entire system be strengthened and that strengthening helps you develop the muscle of resilience. 
And the other thing, when, if you're paying attention to the people that you're leading, and if you're paying attention to your inner world and the stress that the exterior world brings, be proactive to make plans for that exercise and eating right and getting enough sleep and drinking enough water, all the things that we already know we need, those elements support the development of resilience in us. So when you intentionally create and foster a culture of resilience, then when there are setbacks, you as well as your people will know that they're not alone and that they have a community that's there for them. And those elements really are what make the value of resilience so high in leadership. In the places where leaders are supportive, are willing to listen, are willing to acknowledge when there has been a setback and yet bring hope and encouragement for moving forward, those work cultures, those organizational cultures have been shown to foster creativity and development in ways that a more uh, demanding and punitive culture does not. So if you are a person of faith, you know that you have a great resource for hope and encouragement. And whether or not the people that you are working with are people who practice faith, you can still be that encouraging presence and bring hope and support when there's setbacks. So thanks for listening. I I hope you're enjoying this series about leadership values. In the show notes, I will share that Uh, resources that I mentioned with the Search Institute and an article that I found really helpful that is um, focusing on mental health, which is a part of what resilience is all about. Thanks for listening to my story. And I'm still here. I got back up. And that's why I now am a coach and got my master's in leadership organizational leadership specifically. So if you have any questions about how to influence your culture in your organization, I'd love to talk with you about that. Or if you need some coaching around developing some leadership values and skills, please reach out. I'll have that in the show notes too. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to this episode of Let Go Lean In podcast. I so appreciate you taking the time to listen and engage with the thoughts that come out of my head and into this microphone, as well as listening to conversations that I'm privileged to have with other amazing people who are doing great work in the world. I would 
really appreciate you sharing this episode or other episodes of Let Go Lean In podcast with people who you think would benefit from the information that is being shared here. Also, it's always a great help to others by liking and subscribing to the podcast so that the SEO goes up and Apple Podcast and where you listen to podcasts will show the podcast as interesting and available. So please help us out to get the word out by liking and subscribing and coming back next week. Thanks for being here.